Hi, Angels. This is Francisca, and you're listening to Everybody Hates LA. Today, I have an LA transplant with me who I've known for a few years and who has lots of really good stories to share. Hi, Anna. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, afternoon, whatever time Whatever it is. I like the blue you have going on. It's very like surf vibes and beachy. Thank you. I think it's complimentary to the pink, <laughs> the pink happening. I'm told I look like Legally Blonde and I'm taking that as a compliment. Um, yeah, I see that vibe happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, Anna... One of the things that I admire the most about you is your ability to build communities and have friends and just throw these amazing parties. And your lifestyle is like literally like a Pinterest board. And I just wanted to ask, like, what is it like having friends? <laughs> um, okay, first of all, thank you so much. <laughs> I guess the facade of social media is working because <laughs> for you to say my life is like a Pinterest board is shocking, but thank you. Huge compliment, um, but also the fact that you think I have friends. Um, I do have some really great friends um, that I'm blessed to have. Um, I think it kind of comes down to it, – it actually kind of started a few years ago. Being a transplant in L.A., it's such a transient city, as you know. Mm -hmm. So I think the first few years when I moved here, I went through waves of finding these really great connections with girls or guys, like not necessarily dating, but, you know, platonic. And um, people just move out. They give up yeah. on their dream. They leave um, and move. So going through a few rounds of that when I was first here was tough. Yeah. And it's funny you're talking to me about friends because I've gone through so many lonely periods mm. being out here. Um, but, you know, humans are connectors and it's like in our DNA. Mm. We need community. We need a pack. Um, and we need that. And I think over the last few years, especially diving deep into my yoga practice and knowing a lot more wellness practitioners and instructors, the quality of connection that I've been so fortunate to establish um, with my people I call community yeah. is, has been That amazing. must have changed everything. I mean, you're a yoga teacher, you're a business owner, you're a marketer, you've done so many different things. You make candles, you know? Candle lady. Yeah. Have you always been like that or was that something that you established once you got to LA? Um, I think I've actually kind of, it's always been there. Yeah. Um, now being in LA and I know you touch on it sometimes as well with your outlook, it's such, it's a city for creating, for mm -hmm. producing, for just being, being something other than a, a consumer. Yeah. Although I do ch try to not shop as much, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, I think it just heightened it on another level of me trying to make legitimate hustles for myself yeah. um, rather than hobbies. Yeah. Um, it was funny. 
like years ago now because I've been here for a while. How many years? Um, nine years in February. Wow. Nine years. That's a long time. <laughs> I know. It's kind of crazy. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday is my LA anniversary. Whatever like day it falls in, because I like drove in. Yeah. On Super Bowl Sunday, so always around the first weekend of uh, February. But, um, yeah, someone I was like doing a lot of things, just random hobbies, and I met. I was hanging out with my new roommate and some of his friends, and just like constantly meeting people mm-hmm. as you do when you move somewhere, and. I was telling her about all these things. And I was like, oh, yeah, and I did this. Oh, and I did this. And I said, and she's like, oh, my gosh, you do so many things. Like, did you do – I can't remember how she phrased it, but, like, did you – do you finish them or what's it like to mm. do that? And I was like, well, I start a lot of things. Yeah. That was something I realized was one of my, like, ADD problems yeah. is starting. Um, so then I tried to focus on doing and executing and – selling you know like yeah making a monetary value that's so scary though because I think I I tend to be the same way like I'm very passionate right I'm an I'm an Aries and that's part of my identity right like I'm very passionate I have a lot of ideas and I start like at one time I can start 10 different projects and just get so excited and just knock it out but then I get bored or something else happens or something else catches my attention and then I don't necessarily execute on it but what is execution anyways right like right. I started the blog a few years ago and then I started the podcast I think last year and now I'm taking it more seriously quote mm-hmm. unquote but tell me more about that and what that meant for you same I I started a lot I I've been making candles for a long time it started as a hobby of mine just like not wanting to waste the nice mm. wax at the bottom but you'd be out of wick so I would literally like scrape it out Melt it down and might like ruin all my pots and pans, um, just like making makeshift candles. And then I realized I wanted to um, like make it scalable, yeah, um, and invest in proper equipment for it. And then same with yoga and my practice is just I I took the teacher training to just dive deeper um, for myself. And then I was like, what am I doing? I'm yeah. wasting these tools and this skill that I have. But, like, the traditional studio model is, like, I knew I couldn't be a yoga instructor, like, yeah. full time. Um, I got bills. And even yoga instructors know, like, yeah. Yeah. you got to keep hustling. Um, so, I and I knew, like, coming from advertising and marketing, I wanted to create, like, a brand um, that was viable for the mm. long term. Um, so that's kind of how... Lifted was born. Yeah. LFTD. It's an acronym. What does it stand for? Live for today determined. That I admittedly actually didn't come up with. Yeah. Who came up with it? Um, I have an amazing mentor in the branding. He's like a branding genius guy. Um, and he was helping me. At first, I wanted to call my yoga studio um yoga farm cultivating good vibes you know because i'm anna farmer that could still make its way back i think yeah um i think there could be like a a offset under the lifted umbrella and he kind of opened my mind to like hey think about longevity think Mm. about like how you can build pillars under this yeah while yoga farm to the outside eye is like objective um and it's kind of silly and quirky which is me um it has 
an, a direct tie to me as well as yeah. Anna Farmer. Um, so removing myself and creating that experience, that lifestyle brand that I want is yeah. amazing. And that's how it's been able to kind of like work for itself through the partnerships at Culture, for instance, mm -hmm. I don't have to be there for every class. Yeah. Um, I have other instructors that are lifted instructors that are amazing friends, part of the community. Um, and they're showing up, they're teaching classes. I do like other workshops and I have artists that I bring in. So yeah, I didn't, he actually helped me kind of put more structure to it. Yeah. Um, and I feel and, like the DNA must have been part of the like partnerships and like all the things that you brought with it, right? Mm -hmm. How did you even make those connections though? Was that part of your vision from the beginning? No. I don't even know what my I I had lifted as like on my vision board. It's just like this yoga brand with like maybe an apparel line yeah. or like beyond just a studio model because it's very limiting. There's mm. a, a ceiling, a revenue ceiling. Not that it's all about money, but like it, yeah. it happens. Um, so in my eyes, I always knew I didn't want to do a yoga studio. Yeah. I wanted to have a brand that yeah. like, generates revenue for itself. Traveling um, yoga, right? Like meeting people where they're at in different mm -hmm. places that they don't always imagine, right? Culture, for example, it's you do yoga and you're healthy and balanced and all those things, but then afterwards you can enjoy a craft beer. Exactly. But it's and yes, it's like a craft beer. We, there's also seltzers if you want. There's non. There's a, <laughs> yes. a hoppy seltzer, non-alcoholic yes. hoppy seltzer. Um, we're not pushing that, but yeah, it is about balance. And that one truly is like such a community class on Sundays as well. Um, so it kind of kicks off your Sunday fun day. If you're going to go have brunch, you get in your workout and then you go have brunch. But culture is about community. They're small batch. Like you can't buy it in stores. They've only got three locations. Um, so they kind of align themselves mm. with just being rooted in community. Yeah. Um, but I will say what really brought lifted off of my personal corkboard at home Um was the pandemic mm -hmm. and meeting Emmy at the apothecary. We met very kind of serendipitously and I wasn't, I don't think I was ready yet, mm -hmm. but the pandemic fully eroded like the traditional yoga fitness yeah. industry. All the studios were closed for so long. So many of them, you know, closed for good. Yeah. Instructors couldn't teach anywhere. Um, and then people were working out, well, trying to work out more, trying to figure out a different way of lifting weights or doing cardio or other things. I mean, I mean, our mental and like to me, the the mental health that having an outlet of fitness, whether or meditation or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, was so valuable at that time. Yeah. And so many of us didn't have access to it. It was just like, oh, whatever. It was like fucked up time. We all know for yeah. many reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're kind of through it and um I think there's a silver lining at least for me um but yeah so the pandemic helped me bring it off of the vision board because I would have just gone the traditional route and maybe tried to shop for like a real estate like a property yeah. somewhere like or getting I'm funding to buy something or whatever but it mm -hmm. sounds like meeting the owner of the apothecary how, like then so okay the owner well I guess we should preface that the apothecary I know you've been there but 
it was this beautiful space. She had a teeny tiny little like room that was her shop. Um, she is an herbalist. She was making yeah. tinctures. She had like a whole herb library. It was really cool. She's a really cool lady. Um, and she was kind of shopping for a new location. I wasn't really, but a space came available in Hermosa with these big garage doors. I knew yeah. I could not afford it, but it was like this beautiful like garage door, outdoor, indoor space, perfect for that time. Um, and we were both waiting for our pokey, and I had snapped a picture, and she was like, are you of the for lease sign? And she's yeah. like, oh, are you trying to get a new space, or are you moving in? What kind of business do you have? And I was like, oh, I'm uh, I was just one of those fake, <laughs> I've got just ideas in my head. And fake I was like, oh, I'm a it. yoga instructor, and um, I host, like, classes, and I'm looking for a space. Yeah. Um, even though my bank account, I was, like, on unemployment. Yeah, <laughs> the, it's fine, it's fine. Hey, pandemic unemployment wasn't bad. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, fake it till you make it. And she was like, oh, I have a little store too. And I really want to grow. I think it'd be great to have a partnership because I want to start hosting workshops. And I was like, yeah. And on the inside, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And, um, she was like, I already have, cause when you start to shop for commercial spaces, they want proof of revenue Mm -hmm. and like your revenue history. I, I got nothing. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, how will I even ever get a space? So establishing a partnership with her just organically, serendipitously was amazing. And it just kind of catapulted me into, oh, shit, I guess I have to do this now. Call call up all my yoga friends and see if they can start teaching. And And you launched it. I mean, you literally had a yoga studio. I went to it Mm -hmm. multiple times a week. That's actually how I started meditating, too. Mm -hmm. I think every Monday with Kim Mm -hmm. uh, from Ashton Zen Meditation. Yes. Um, Shout out, Kim. We love you. Um, I started meditating every single day and just getting that help and having, I think, somebody like you and even the instructors that you like cultivated as part of that like studio, if you want to call it that, Mm -hmm. like it was so important because it wasn't a regular studio, right? Mm -hmm. Like so many people that don't do yoga like myself, like I I had just gotten back into it. I'm I'm not flexible. You Mm -hmm. know, I had all these kind of judgments that I was holding against myself, but it was an open space, non-judgment zone. People that came were super awesome and super just free and welcoming and everything like that. I mean, that was just so special, especially during the pandemic when we were by ourselves. And mm-hmm. I, the only person that I t- talked to every single day was maybe the grocery b- person. You know, I live by <laughs> myself. I didn't even have a dog yet, I don't think. Oh my so, gosh, yeah. yeah. Um, I know. And then her apothecary space was truly magical. Yeah. Um, and it was centered around wellness, but more so, um, I don't know, what do you call that? Like, ingestible wellness yeah yeah uh, she was like doing the herbal tinctures yeah. um the different teas fresh and... loose leaf teas blends um she was kind of focused on that um and so it was like the perfect marriage yeah. like starbucks and target you yeah. know and we're like yeah yoga mindful workshops at the apothecary um i think it was a huge learning point for mm-hmm. her and i as business owners and I was like, yeah, we're cool. I'm cool. We teach yeah. yoga. And she's like, I'm a, she's like a self-proclaimed like witchy herbal lady. And she's making these things. We're like, cool, cool, cool. And then it's like money and rent and yeah. of this unit. And there happened to be some like, just our visions of the co-op space yeah. started growing and not on the same path. Yeah. Um, and so... Which is fine. Um, I still shop at the apothecary. Yeah. I gave you your little uh, thank you gift, yes, one of the craft cocktails. <laughs> um, but it just made me reevaluate, okay, 
I know that Lifted is a standalone yeah. apart from that. So this is fine. And this is a learning moment to be a little bit more buttoned up. Maybe yeah. write your agreements down yeah. <laughs> rather yeah. than like text. I'm like, yeah. But it feels like, you know, a, a, a sign from kind of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. You meet a, a random person. They can help you make your dreams come true. But it's, it's also specifying what you actually want, right? Like, yes, you can have Lifted on your vision board. But what does mm-hmm. that mean? Well, you took a picture and they were like, here you go. If you want a space, here's a space. Mm-hmm. But it goes so much far, further beyond that too. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I think realizing what you want, realizing kind of what your boundaries are, realizing how your vision can change and being okay with that is super, super important. And then having that honest conversation with the other person to say, here's where I'm at. Here's where you're at. Where can we have things in common to build together? Or where mm-hmm. do we maybe have some separate like separate ideas mm-hmm. that maybe we need to part our ways? And that's okay as Lifted evolves, as the apothecary evolves, you mm-hmm. know? And, and I think it's still super brave because you did it. Like many people can't say that they did it. Like you literally had your own studio in Hermosa <laughs> Beach and people came to it. <laughs> they came, yeah. Um, it's kind of, yeah, crazy um, and surreal. And honestly, like I said, the pandemic without it, it lifted could have just stayed on my vision board as yep. this nice little dream that I had. And without that, like, universe just, like yeah. kicking me to be like, oh, there you go. Are you going to do it or not? Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. And now, like, I think there was a time when I did go kind of quiet with lifted and I was just kind of depleted with energy and then I stumbled upon culture which has been um what do you call that like a solid cornerstone of the second phase of lifted um or just a new partnership yeah um and the beauty is that it it lives alone Mm um and there is no overhead. Yeah. There is no traditional studio model. Um, I'm actually working with the Manhattan Village um, Mall in oh Manhattan Beach. We're doing a spring equinox activation. We're going to get collaboration from their retail brands. Um, I'm going to host like a silent disco yoga class. I love there. that. So it's another opportunity to just – and I have – of course, a handful of my amazing like wellness friends. My friend Brooke Ansley, she's a hypnotherapist as well as um, a singer and trained vocalist. Wow. So she's gonna do a little like live music. I've got a massage therapy friend. We'll have like chair like quickie massages. But yeah, so that's um, I'm actually really excited. And then continuing that after the spring equinox, yeah. which is March twentieth, but our event is on March eighteenth, that okay. Saturday. Um, so after that, she wants to host some more candle workshops, yeah. and um, I work with an awesome artist friend, Shelby Gordon. Shout out to her. She's a photographer. She's um, a fine painting artist. Like a fine art. Fine, fine art, <laughs> everything. She, she leads our uh, still life painting classes. She lead, leads air dry clay sculpting classes, wow. all the fun stuff. Anyway, so we're going to do workshops at the Manhattan Village. I love um, that later on this year and I'm really excited so just like kind of growing and establishing these partnerships is is what's key and I think staying true to who you are like taking it back to the beginning if I'm rambling I don't know Um, you're perfect (laughs) but taking it back to the beginning and establishing those quality relationships those quality connections that don't come around very often and I will say they take work yeah like you reaching out to me during 
the pandemic uh, years ago now. Yeah. Um, it was like first, it was probably April-ish of the first lockdown. Because we grabbed coffee. Yeah, you reached out to grab coffee. Yeah. And I was like, Franziska. <laughs> yeah, hey girl, of course. Let's do it. Yeah. Thank you for thinking of me. Yeah. And reaching out. And But that sparked like that like re-sparked like our friendship mm-hmm. too. And I mean, of course, like we don't talk every day, but mm-hmm. it's like you go through different phases. We're boss bitches and we're, I know, and we're, we're busy. We're busy. We're trying to execute <laughs> things. We have a lot of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay because I think you yeah, you're right. You have to give it friends. And even going back to the beginning, like friends, right? You when you make friends, cherishing them and cherishing yourself in that relationship as well. Because it's mm-hmm. not like like I think a lot of people have friends and they have a specific goal with them or they're like, oh, you're this person in my life and that's all you are. But but the partnership piece of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like what am I building and who am I aligning myself with that can help me grow mm-hmm. and who I can help grow as well? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key piece and, and waiting for that. Like not everything is going to happen overnight. You can't just become besties overnight. I mean, it, it can happen for some people, sure. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, quality relationships, intimate relationships, right? Getting to know each other, getting to work. know our it's goals. Work. It's work. You know, even for us and like having like honest conversations and building each other, I think, yes, you can cheerlead each other from afar, but it sounds like you've really put in the work one on yourself and your businesses and what you have to offer. And through that, you're able to meet other people who also are a part of that through the workshops. I mean, it's so fun. Like, can't I want to make candles. I want to like do clay stuff and pottery and, and all the good things, you yeah. know? Well, as soon as, like, you're on the email list. Yes. So every time, as soon as I get my shit together to send out actual emails yes. to the database or to the clients. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll, you'll be the first to know. Um, but, yeah, I think working on yourself, too. Yeah. Um, because going back to saying, like, you know, I have experienced a lot of loneliness and, and ups and downs, and we all deal with that with our own, like, mental health and, like, depression. And that's why you got to – just fucking move through it sometimes. And I found that with yoga and that's how I reconnected with it as an adult. I took free classes in college at the rec center. Yeah. Um, And then, cause I was like, oh, I'm kind of flexible and I was a cheerleader and I can do this. Um, And then I realized it was the stillness and the shutting off of your mind. Mm. So being in advertising, I was super stressed one day and I was at the studio, we were recording, um, as like an account exec or assistant account executive, my first job was a tiny agency. I was able to like direct the talent in the booth. It was kind of crazy. It helped me grow. Yeah. Um, but um, it was funny. I was just super stressed that day and I just got on my phone and Googled. I was like, I'm something's missing. I had just been going, 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 working, partying, going out with friends. Mm-hmm. And those, it's funny because at that point in my life, the relationships I was establishing meeting out partying Mm -hmm. are the ones that are fleeting and not really existent or like the the girlfriends I'd meet in the bathroom drunk and then like although I do have one great friend we met in the bathroom um (laughs) and she's still a friend but she moved away too yeah um but I I found a yoga studio and I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to take a class today mm-hmm. and like reconnect with myself and get into a physical regimen of some kind. Um, Cause I'm really not like a type A person. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like, oh, I got to work out. I got to like sweat. I just needed to go move and yeah. do and turn my brain off. As we're kind of wrapping up, which I know sounds crazy. This I is know. like, I'm going to call this a quickie. Yeah. Like, just quickie. Like said, but not quickie. in a weird, but not in, in a, a good way. In a good way. way. <laughs> um, you know, but as we're wrapping up, like, what advice do you have for somebody that's listening? That's like, I have a lot of ideas. I want to make them come to life. One, how do I make partnerships? Two, how do I make it come to life? How do I even create a vision board? 
you have to start you have to do you have to get out of your head and you literally physically I'm saying this like loud and sternly I'm like talking to myself too because I get I get frozen in like spirals of ideas and thoughts and then there's that perfectionism um procrastination yeah and then you never start it yeah um, because it's not going to be perfect, but it's it's never going to be perfect. And I was reading a book. I cannot remember who said it. Um, I want to say maybe it was one of Jen Sincero's books. She writes the You're a Badass series. Um, but a baby isn't going to run a, a marathon. Mm. A baby isn't even going to like run a sprint, but a baby is going to like take a step and fall. Yeah. A baby is going to like start is going to fall again and fall again until it can start walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is me being a baby. <laughs> um, and then eventually, yeah, with the right training and with the right like determination and once it starts, anyway, yeah. I'm going back. Anyway, a baby's not going to just start running a marathon, yeah. even though it could be the the offspring of an Olympic track star. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to learn to walk first. They're going to fall. They're going to get up and down and then um, – you just got to do. That's all I got to say. I Giving don't know. yourself just, that time and like allowing yourself to fail and not being like, oh, I have to do this because another person that's my age did something similar. Like, no. I who know. Are you? What can you do? And honestly, it's this sounds so cliche if you do any type of self-help empowerment types of reading. But the fear of failure is so real yeah. and I get frozen by it often. Yeah. Um, and I don't always do. I don't always move through things Mm -hmm. um so that's why I'm saying this again because if you have those ideas literally just just start yeah start somewhere I love that we talked a lot about the South Bay so my last question to you is what are your favorite gems in the South Bay oh favorite gems um for sure La Playita um little Mexican restaurant down there by the beach house uh you gotta check it out um shabby chic vibes um what's another one culture culture love culture just grab a beer that's all they don't have food which I love about it (laughs) um so many new things have happened Playita and culture done yeah that's all you need get your food get your drink and you'll be good to go yes if somebody wants to reach out to you and learn more where can they find you they can find me on the gram I gotta start a tiktok this year yes I'm such a loser oh my god I'm gonna hold you accountable Uh, Thank you. You're going to get your videos from here anyways. <laughs> 100%. This will be the start. I got to start a TikTok this year. Don't look at the camera. <sighs> a Marie underscore farmer or at Lifted Studios. Um, it's LFTD. Say it like Lifted. Um, or you can email me. Hello at Lifted Studios. She's very responsive. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Um, but yeah, they can reach out on the gram. I mean, should I give him my cell? No. No. I'm not that desperate. Well, wait. For I mean, I, I like new friends and all, but like, reach out to me on the gram. As I said, how does she have so many friends and I don't? <laughs> Please. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for joining the community. Thank you all for watching, for listening. I'm so grateful for you. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.